Welcome to Nirvana Lifestyle Network, the home of conscious acts of change and living by design. I am so happy to start the second episode of Living by Design, which I talked about last week. And just giving my introduction of who I am, this is Empress Q, your host, who will be providing thought-provoking conversations and interesting topics to just kind of make us really delve into better understanding who we are and how we create the frameworks for our life so that we are able to live a better life and improve the overall design of how we want to live. So I'm really excited about my second episode of Living by Design. My topic today for June 5th, 2022 is the double-sidedness of mankind. The double-sidedness of mankind. Isn't that topic kind of deep and interesting and thought-provoking? I loved it when I thought about, what do you really want to talk about? And I always am looking for very intriguing types of discussions and conversations and thought-provoking ideas to really help us be a little bit outside of the box, but also to help us have new perspectives of how we approach life, how we see life, as well as how we enjoy life, because we are all seeking the attainment of something. So as I said before, today's topic is the double-sidedness of mankind. And it is about the examination of mankind's divine choice. We all have choice. We were told we were given choice from a spiritual and human realm when we talk about our spirituality and you know the 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 instructions and the will of God and you know, how we have free will and free reign to do what we want to do. And God has given each one of us divine choice. His duality, his differences, the contrast, the binary, and the juxtapositions for those things that cause us to struggle on the inside. Struggling on the inside, tossing and turning and toiling things that we have created or experienced in our life. So I really want to delve deep today and really take a look at mankind's examination of the things that he is experimenting with as well as experiencing. And I talked a lot about that last week. For those of you who may not have heard my episode last week, you may want to begin um, uh, the completion of this discussion by going into episode one of Living by Design. And so this episode two is definitely talking about how we have 
a duality way of thinking, how everything in the world is a dual system. Everything is based off differences and and uh, balance and twins and so contrast. So we want to begin to take a look at how are those choices, how are those differences making a difference in our life? Where do we go to find it? Where does it exist within our life? What are we not paying attention to and subliminally operating within our lives? So while this may seem like a most complex topic and a lot of information to approach, it is a highly necessary conversation to have. Mankind's quest here on earth is to discover and to better understand who he is. Who we are includes why we are here. And it also includes what our reason for being is while here on earth. And while here on earth, we are to discover ourselves. It is about our discovery of ourselves and will it come through? Will, what, what will happen with these experimentations and experiences that we have? What is it based upon? The process of how we are to unfold in our life to discover who we are through our exper uh, experiences and um Get a little tight time <laughs> through our experiences and our experimentations. So, the first quality man brought with him through his divine self is divine choice. Those heavenly choices, supreme sovereignty, that freedom, independence, and authority to choose our pathways along our journey. We have given that, we were given that, and so we never feel sorry about the choices that we make. We should never feel sorry about the choices that we make because it is our right, it is our divine right to make a choice. We were given that. God gave us divine choice because we can choose which direction we want to go. It is a part of the experiment for, for us to have and to decide or choose which way is best for us. And what is the best result or experience for us to learn the life lessons that we are here to learn. You are your own self-managing agent. You are your own self-trader for your life. You manage and oversee your life. You trade the experiments or the experimentations or the uh, experiences for what you seek to gain. Those heavenly choices given to mankind are the options man can pick and choose the way in which he wants to go. You see, this is the first level of duality. 
the dichotomy, the opposition and division between the universe and man. This is the first level. You see, the word choice means that God's choice is unconstrained. It is unrestricted. We are free and uninhibited within the movement of our life. We're free. We can do whatever we want to do. He gave us that option. Isn't that amazing? But hidden within the secret of God's heavenly choice is his preference of choices. We can do what we want to do. But hidden within the secret of God's heavenly choices is his preference for us. His preference of choices that he wants us to make. It is not some arbitrary choice, but to conform with the choices he has planned for our life. This is what living by design is. Living by design is Yahweh God's choice for, of operation on the principle of grace, not merit. When we are living by design, we are living under the instruction, the principle of what God chooses for us. Because first of all, he knows what's best for us and we are fulfilling the will in which he wants us to fulfill that he has given us. Therefore, Yahweh God Choice operates on the principle of grace, not merit. One of the most difficult but most rewarding truths in the Bible to grasp is that God doesn't operate on the merit system. He doesn't choose those who have earned it or who show the most potential he chooses based on those seeing his will. Not every good choice is a God choice. Instructions are designed to follow, not for us to impose our own rules or our own vision, our own will. That's not what we were created for or to be. Divine choice gives man options. Options. He allows some of, he allows some to fulfill his will for their life, or he allows others to choose to be in their own state of unbelief. Destined for the decisions they will encounter. However, when we impose our own choices, it becomes an aspect of our own unauthorized decision-making process. Our living is against God's instructions and guidelines for our life unauthorized because we're making our own decisions within mankind's duality he will learn 
He will learn. Oh, will he learn? <laughs> Who he is as both a spiritual and a human being. We are both. The choices that we make will dictate the life that we live. Unfortunately, a lot of our life is dictated by society, the outside world. You see, choices about how does man want to experiment and experience life. Does he seek to climb the laborious mountain all by himself, by his own will and might? Or does he choose to be lifted up to the top of the mountain by the one who placed him here on earth, the one who created the mountain? That's the real question we need to ask ourselves. When mankind was first introduced to his ego, which... I call, in, I, I give the acronym easing God out, ego, easing God out, becomes the first level of separation and dualism, experimentation that we create. When we ease God out, we are creating our own separation and dualism identity within the experimentation that we create for our lives. These are our own self-choices. Here is the agent or the trader deciding what is best for himself, what directions to go, and what side of the table to stand on. Our egos have become uh, more adaptive and front and center in our lives and God's will is only considered as a second choice when we are in trouble resulting from those repercussions affecting the choices and decisions that we made when I decided to do some deeper research about the word ego, I wanted to get more definition around this word because it is so prevalent in our lives. So this is what I came up with. The definition of ego is, it is our working and thinking mind's ego. There are several egos that mankind has. The first one is the working and thinking mind ego. Then there is the left and the right brain ego. Then there's the inner and the outer egos and the mind, heart, and gut egos. That's a lot of egos running around inside of us. No wonder we're lost, confused, <laughs> you know. Man has just, we don't, we don't know which direction we go. We right or we left. But within each one of these egos, guess what? There's duality. There's dualism. There's separation. There's contrast. There's differences. Your ego is your sense of being separated from God and everything else. Your ego is your individuality, opposite of everything else, and you become isolated. 
your sense of I-ness, I, 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 me, 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 is the opposite of everything else. Your awareness of being is a hum or a drone or a vibration. Your ego being the center of your consciousness in the physical world. Your ego is separation. So this is where man faces his first dualism of himself, okay? His first separation and his first opposition and his first contrast within his own thinking and deciding power. That's where it begins. Our thinking Self-consciousness is opposite to of our intuition and feeling nature. The mind tells you don't trust yourself. The heart and your intuition says, yes, trust yourself. The mind say go left, and your intuition and your feeling nature says go right. Separation. Separation causes confusion. As human beings, we have entered into the analyzing, comparing, interpreting, discriminating, controlling, second-guessing, and deciding mind. When we are lost in our thoughts, we become, or I should say, our sensibility becomes very robotic. And we come to be doers of things. Our minds become entrapped in time and space. That part of us believing we can behave in that way. Because our societal standards tell us tell us we could be reckless. You can do what you want. You have free will. You can just, whatever you feel, everything is okay. And we're creating these tribal systems of differences and contrasts and opposition. Losing our inner oneness being in touch with our intuitive nature, our connection with God and the universe to keep us grounded. Our minds enter the realms of fear and untrust as well as uncertainty when we are Believing we can behave any way we want to. Our minds begin to fix our many problems that we've created ourselves by having opinionated mindsets such as gossiping, creating schemes, to get back at people and begin to judge and intimidate others. 
This is our ego thinking. Our experiences here in the world are operating from our sense consciousness, where we act upon all the information that we need to function in a physical reality. Our ego intentionally keeps us ignorant of our higher self. That veil that hides our true self and our true reality because we're not allowing it to come forth. Who we truly are can't come forth because the ego keeps us shackled in the mind. So we are always operating from a place and space having us under the spell of confusion, uncertainty, disillusion regarding who we are and whose we are. I don't know if any of you are familiar with Seth, but Seth was a spirit channeled by a lady named Jane Roberts uh, from the mid-1960s until 1984. And as Seth began to channel information from heaven to uh, Miss Roberts, um, he suggested that individuals are born on our planet at different levels of ego development. One of the things that I always speak on is that we all are not at the same mental level or capacity. Although we talk to one another, we communicate with one another as though people are supposed to decipher information or understand what we say at the level in which we are speaking. We are not all at the same intellectual level. And so we become frustrated and, you know, we become angry and sometimes antagonistic because if a person doesn't understand what you are saying, it's because they are at a different level of development. And this is based upon uh, what he referenced as past uh, incarnations. There are some people on the planet who are experiencing egos for the very first time in their life. Meaning this is their first incarnation in human form. And there are others who are experiencing an ego incarnation for the very last time. Some of those within your reality are having their first experience with an ego as you think of it. Others are returning to it, the system, in an effort to learn more. There are guardians, so to speak, within your system reincarnated for the last time to help keep it in some kind of order while the others mature. There are also some not physical who keep an eye over the whole proceeding. So this is what why we're saying, oh, this is my angel. I have angels. Because there are certain spirits there, people on earth, who are here to assist us, to help you, to be coaches, guides, teachers, 
to help guide us towards and within the unfoldment, unfoldment of our being. It is impossible to destroy or kill our ego, but we can kill our attachments, that identity with our ego. That happens when we identify with or awaken to become who we are beyond the ego. See, who we are is beyond the ego. That is, we are spirit. Spirit does not have egos, but the human body that house a mind does. It is a part of our carnal nature. And it is true no matter which of the following definitions of the ego we adopt, we all have and experience the ego, the dark side of ourselves. Now that we have discovered those interferences we experience in our life, let's continue to see who we are and how we have caused the juxtaposition to the environments of our lives. So what do I mean by a juxtaposition? Let's take a look at how we have brought the contrast because that's what it is. It is a contrast. How have we brought this contrast, this juxtaposition? How have we brought the contrast or the separation and the connections of the world closer into our life? How have we drawn that to us? How have we drawn dualism, separation, duality, contrast, and connections of the world close to our being versus having Yahweh God, divine presence at the center of our lives? What intrigues us that we want to bring in these differences in our lives that causes separation, that causes connections, but yet contrasts differences that seem to intrigue us, thrill us, isolate us from everything else. together within the spiritual and human space that we were created in by God, Yahweh, Elohim. I remember seeing this movie called Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. I don't know if any of you have seen that. Some of you may have, some may not. Uh, I think it's out um, on one of the uh, Netflix or uh, one of the uh, um, uh, cable stations, but it's a very good movie because that movie tells an awful lot about the subject matter that I'm speaking of now. The duality of man. The duality of man causes man's inner struggles within himself. 
Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. It reminds me of how we put on masks to disguise our true identity, hide from the world, how we hide from the world what we do not want it to see about our dark side, our dark side, our fearful side, our being afraid, our fragile side, our weakened side. So Dr. Jekyll is being suppressed while Mr. Hyde comes out and gives this perception or illusion of someone he is not. He smothers Dr. Jekyll because he's the weaker side of the personality. And Mr. Hyde try to be like Dr. Jekyll, but a much stronger side of the personality. And because he doesn't really know who he is, and he's trying to take on something that he is not, he messes up a bunch of stuff. <laughs> that inner struggle of being sometimes good and being sometimes bad, or I like to say sometimes evil. And I don't mean evil in the dark side. I mean evil in terms of living backwards. Because evil is nothing but the word live spelled backwards. So we are living backwards when we are projecting things that are not good for us. The split of two different entities, one trying to survive while the other one is trying to crush, kill, and destroy the inner rival, its inner vitality. It's trying to crush, kill, and destroy your inner life force for existence. In other words, trying to kill you, your spirit, your mind, your heart, your being. You see, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde were both the same person who had to face the inner struggle between, and between self and the other person within the same person. A tug of war. The way that we are, when we are confused or, or perplexed about a decision, and we are having an inner war within ourselves. We're struggling between our faith and something dark. I don't want to live anymore. I just want to give up. I can't do this anymore. That's self-talk that we have. We're battling between living good and living backwards, resulting in the evil, the barbarity. I'm going to go out and hurt somebody or break something in your house or use foul language, act very animalistic. and projecting outwardly harm towards others. This is the state 
of having double-mindedness within the mind and within the soul. Having a dual or twin-like connection. That that affiliation of good and evil. My personality or my character being dual. Some days I'm happy, some days I'm sad. Some days I'm giving, some days I'm a taker. Some days I'm loving, some days I'm not loving myself. Some days I'm depressed, some days I'm full of joy. Some days I want to quit my job, some days I want to just walk away and never come back again. Duality. Duality separate us and it isolates us. And we have to really be conscious of this thing that is happening inside of us and understanding that it has a name and it has a purpose. But we must understand what it is before we can solve it. Because we think that devils and spirits in the world are flying around on brooms and sticks and trying to attack us when everything that we are experiencing is coming from our split mind, our uncertainty, our separation from the source because he gave us divine choice. He said, you can do it any way you want to. But if I were you, (laughs) I would not be living an unauthorized life. I would be following the instructions that I have given you for the fulfillment of my will so that you would have less effort in making things happen for you. Because man is so unaware and non-attentive of the environment that he has created for himself. Man can be sometimes unaware of the qualities and the attributes he holds unto subliminally inside of himself. You see, we're either going to create consequences of chaos and confusion, or we're going to create peace and joy. It is the quality or condition of being double-minded. Double meaning two or twice. How many times do we need to repeat this life lesson? What quality or condition are we creating in our environment to discover our self through our experimentations so that we know what the experiment is? And we unconsciously demonstrate these issues outwardly within our life, world, and affairs. These twofold or dual or double or twin connections that we've made, that we've caused 
by our own self-afflictions and character. Nobody has harmed you. You are not a victim. You've created these by way of having an invitation that you've extended to someone to step into your life. And as the new word is, is you haven't vetted them. <laughs> we just, oh, come on in. Oh, yeah, I want to date you. Oh, I like you. Oh, yeah, let's be girlfriends. And we haven't stepped back to take a look at what twin they're hiding, looking at their full character and personality, because we just instantaneously on the spot when we meet someone and they have a smile and we invite them in our life. And the moment that we are afflicted by them by way of their dualism, we say, oh, they hurt me, they harm me. But they could not have done that if we had taken the time to get them to know them a little better so that we can not isolate ourselves, not let our ego run away, but to get to hear a person talk, see what's on their mind, see if they're compatible with you in your thinking process, in your heart process in your goals how are we compatible how do we line up because no one can disturb your life no one can disturb your life i know many of you probably saying that what is this woman talking about she crazy i don't have plenty of people to disturb my life no you disturbed your life by not following the plan whether it was God's plan, your plan, when you let people come into your circle and you allow them to have free reign and everybody has a duality, everybody has a good and an evil, everybody has a light and a dark, everybody has a right and a wrong. When you let those circles start coming into your circle and those circles start expanding and expanding and expanding and then what happens? You get, your circle gets lost in the pool of circles. And you can't find yourself anymore. Because you've been overtaken by the external. And the internal was lost. Today, mankind and its world system is structured, structured around dualism. Reflecting and projecting those inner twins within ourselves. So if we're talking about the inner twin within yourself, think about the inner twin in somebody else that you love or may not love, okay? Everybody has it. And that's why the human race is having conflict and can't get along. Because we are all operating out of the world system of dualism of contrast, conflict, chaos, separation, differences. And I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with differences. We all have them, and it helps us to 
experiment with our life so that we can have an experience in our life. And once we have gotten that experience in our life and we've learned the lesson, now we've developed proficiency and mastery in our life. And that is supposed to take us to the fulfillment of our life. But do we ever get to that third and fourth process? Because reflecting and projecting those inner twins within ourselves, that good and evil, that light and dark, that male and female, that public and private, that pride and humility, that right and wrong. While we're all operating in those realms, mankind is always battling between the good and evil of himself. That's why we're running around saying, who am I? Because we have intertwined and connected into so many circles that we have not allowed enough space for us to have our own level of separatism, to stay in our own little circle, to work on our own self. Because now we've blended other people's ideas and concepts and belief systems and thoughts and conversations that we've lost the value of who we are. The struggle. It's between our true inner self and the illusions of our outer self. Masking, separating, and hiding the dark ills of our personality. But oh wait, did you hear me say hidden evil? <laughs> yes, I did. Yes, I did. That hidden side within us, always living backwards. What we call mistakes. What the world call mistakes. Oh, you made a mistake. But God gave you free choice. He gave you divine choice. He said, you can do it any way you want. But you must also take the consequences, the repercussions that come with any decision that you make. Or you can enjoy the glory and the grace. But we are always wishing something inside of us. It's always seeking that joy. That little bad boy and that little bad girl also is wanting to harm someone else when they make us mad. When they make us upset. When we lose something. When the boss says something to us. When the spouse hurt us. When our children do something to embarrass us or hurt us or harm someone. That side of us begins to speak that dark side, that living backward side. We must pay attention to how we are operating. Are we paying attention to that operating system that we have set up in our own lifestyle design? How have we designed our life? 
because you got to take a look at what you design before you can start talking about creating something better. Better doesn't come out of pain or fragmentation or scarcity. So how does this relate to today's society within the human race? When we curse another's life through argument, violence, disagreements, insecurity, wishing harm on somebody, or using volatile language, damaging their soul, you know, that sweet side of us, bringing forth our inner dark twin, Mr. Hyde, who is suppressed inside and needs to periodically come out. Those urges of disrespect and frustration and deceitfulness, adversary behaviors confronting our subconscious mind, our hidden behavioral and emotional struggles and triggers trying to unleash our inner demon. That spirit that you call that's attacking you, it's yourself. It's your self-inner checkup from the neck up because we all know right from wrong. To push forth our altered ego, we all have an altered ego, an altered state of mind where the splitting point becomes two halves. Everything is in two. You got the sky, you got the earth, you got the sun, you got the moon, you got the ocean and the rivers. Everything is in two. Two halves. And the presence of the double-sided coin causes our conflict. There can never be peaceful coexistence between a character and its second manifestation of itself. It is the embodiment of a double-minded man who is unstable in all its ways. He is insincere insecure, wavering in his mind, and can never decide his path. He is a poor agent or traitor of his own thoughts, his own actions and behavior. He has an uncertain mind. This is why we need to contemplate. We need to Be thought-provoking. We need to think deeper than the surface of what the world is showing us or telling us. Or the new word is influencing us. No one should be influencing you but you. 
There should be your own level and quality of ideas in which you offer yourself that you gain through being still, meditating, reading your scripture, whatever it is how you connect to the divineness of your being. That is where our influence come from. That is where our ideas come from. Because when we allow things external to influence us, we find ourselves in the dark side of the double-sided man. Let God, the universe, the divine, Yahweh, be your coach. He has instructions already in place. Everything is in harmony and balance. And in dualism. But under instruction. That is where we should be making our decisions. That is where we should be contemplating and making sure that we are not walking to a dual pathway, the fork in the road, but on one road. Because when we run out of the one road and we go to the fork of the road, we have to make a decision. We're now going to make a split decision. We have to either choose the one on the right or the one on the left. And as we walk that path, it's going to be an experimentation. You have to walk that path and experiment the discoveries that you find. And then through your experience is where you will gain your knowledge as to whether or not those experiments line up with your being. Do they line up with your consciousness, your conscious thought process? Do they line up with your beliefs? Do they line up with your intuitiveness, your feeling nature? And your experience will let you know that. And if you do well and walk down the right choice of the path and the split of the, ro the road, if you do it well and learn all the lessons and become proficient in them, then you will have mastered them. You will be at a mastery level. Now you can be a teacher a coach, because you can help guide someone else. And you will know you are supposed to know not to repeat those lessons again. Because based on your exper experiment, you have gained knowledge and information through your experience of them. until we move to the next level of our life. That's what we're here for, to experiment life so that we're able to gain experience and mastery and fulfillment, that place of contentment, peace,
No worry. So as I close, I hope that you really enjoyed this discussion this evening. I was trying to get here earlier, but I had some things to do today, and I wanted to uh, make sure that, you know, I do post earlier on Sundays. Um, however, I hope that you have enjoyed this topic because I am going to be doing part two of the double-sidedness of mankind next Sunday. And I will have it posted earlier. <laughs> uh, but before I close... I just want to say, or at least ask a question for you to think about. Who is your double? Who is your twin within? Dr. Jekyll or Mr. Hyde? You may have a different name for it. But who is your double that's showing up sometime? That's popping their head up and, 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 and the person in the mirror is not the person that woke up with me this morning. <laughs> okay. Who is your twin when we are living within an unauthorized life? From Yahweh God. He has not given his approval or his grace for the choices that we make. But yet when we run into trouble, then we want him to be front and center. So that's something to think about as the week goes by. I will be... Um, also continuing to add my devotionals. However, I'm not going to do them every day, probably three days a week. And on Sunday, I will continue uh, my uh, discussions on uh, Living by Design. I just love that title, Living by Design, because what I do, again, my name is Empress Q. I'm your host this evening. And what I do is teach people how to heal themselves by showing them how to design the lifestyle that they want. You know, this is like we're talking about lifestyle, living, improving the quality of our lives, changing our lives, transforming our lives, you know, transcending our lives. It's a process. And it's a process with a formula. We just cannot arbitrarily transform our lives. We cannot pray and ask God to transform our lives without us being a participating partner. We have to do something different. He may put a way there, but we have to do the work to go down the path to make the way happen, to change the formula of what we are doing. We definitely have to be a partner and change some things. God is just not going to say, bing, you change and your life is transformed. I'm sorry. For those of you that believe that, I'm sorry if I have to disappoint you because it's just not going to happen. And if it did, then it would have happened a long time ago. We have to do the work. So that's what I do. And I offer workshops and teach people how to do that. And we'll get down the line, the road to that 
later, but I want you to basically just understand my platform, my style of teaching, and I hope that I'm able to touch someone's life today and to help you contemplate, think about what have I set up my life to be? What type of style of life do I have? What did I create for myself? Where is my ego showing up in all of this? Where am I feeling masked? Do I have a twin, an Eveline twin that is showing up? Of time? Oh, we all do, okay? I know I do. But it's impossible to dis- destroy that uh, ego. But what am I doing to develop my life so that I am ensured that I'm making the right choices regarding who I am and following the path from within. That's my signature line, following the path from within. Because when you follow the path from within, then you are arbitrarily focusing your life, your time on following the instructions and the principles of Yahweh God's choice, his choice for us. God's choice is strictly unconstrained and unrestricted, but he has a preference of choices that he wants us to use. His preference of choice is that we follow the will that he has for our life the design, the model that he has for our life. And if we choose that choice, then our effort in life will not be hard. Now, of course, we have to always have the experimentation and the experience to learn the lesson, but he will make sure that As we do his will, he will give us all the resources and the tools and the knowledge and the strength and the courage and the faith we need to fulfill his will and not live in construct or live unauthorized by him. So I hope that you have enjoyed this evening's discussion. Again, this is Empress Q. The name of my company is Nirvana Lifestyle Network. And under Nirvana Lifestyle Network, I have two main topics in which I, uh, platforms in which I speak under, and that is Conscious Acts of Change, which is my thought-provoking devotionals that I give also to help us to pray and to Think about how we can just improve the quality of our life as well as living by design. And living by design is living by the way of God, by the divine mind, so that we can create those lifestyles, so that we can create those transitions and trans 
transformations and transcendence that we're seeking in our life so that we can enjoy a quality of life while here on earth. So I will see you next week. Hope you have a wonderful evening, morning, or afternoon, wherever you may be in the world. Know that I love you. Know that I have always provided love through my discussions, and I am here to teach you how to heal yourself. Shalom. Until we speak again.